Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Continues now. Ball caught, touchdown! What a catch on the three-yard line by Jaden Thomas. Budweiser's weekday sports beat. Caught on the one-yard line and into the end zone. Tobias Merriweather, first catch of his Notre Dame career, goes for a touchdown from 41 yards out. On Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Setting up Estime over the middle, 25-20. He'll score. 10-5. Touchdown, Notre Dame. Your time is 5.31 on this Wednesday evening. Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on your home of the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Sports Radio 960 WSBT, 66 days away from that season opener against the United States Naval Academy in Dublin. Well, it is great to have you with us on this Wednesday evening. We're going to spend a little more time on Notre Dame football recruiting right now. We told you about Tabron Benny Powell, a safety in the 24 class, picking the Fighting Irish earlier today. Let's get some more insight on Benny Powell as we welcome back to the program Blue and Gold Illustrated Notre Dame football writer Kyle Kelly, who has followed this recruitment pretty close. Kyle, good to be with you today. How are you? Likewise, Darren. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Greatly appreciate your time this evening. So Tabron Benny Powell picks the Fighting Irish today. He's an Ohio kid that he's on a defense on a high school team that had two premier safeties, so he played, it sounds like, a little linebacker last year. As you watch Benny Powell on tape, what are some of the things that stands out to you that you believe this coaching staff feels like this is a kid who could help him, or I'm sorry, help them later down the line here in South Bend? Yeah, I've been uh, fortunate to see Benny Powell, and he goes by BP. That's a big, big deal for Notre Dame. They, everyone's excited to call him by his new nickname. But <laughs> I've seen him on uh, three different occasions, uh, parts or play in person. The first one being on a Friday night game. Um, I saw him at the Under Armour Next Camp in Columbus last month, and saw him at Notre Dame's camp last week, and. The one thing that really impresses me about Tebron every time I've seen him is he just gets bigger and bigger. He looks like a power five prospect, a power five level prospect. And before Notre Dame offered him, he only had about five power five offers. And I just always thought to myself, why isn't it that this, you know, this kid is getting more interest from some of the top collegiate programs um, he plays on an outstanding team at Westchester Lakota West High in Ohio. Um, as you mentioned, he had two talented safeties kind of in front of him more or less with Ben Minnick, uh, current Notre Dame freshman, and Malik Hartford, who's going to be a freshman at Ohio State. So he had to play out of position there. He played kind of like an outside linebacker um, hybrid safety role, which 
kind of fits in Notre Dame's defense as a rover. But Tebron is a, a true strong safety. And I think that, you know, watching him compete in Notre Dame's camp on Thursday, uh, you saw some of the skills that uh, made him a power five recruit. He's just got to become more comfortable at, at playing safety. Uh, but, you know, like I kind of mentioned, his, his size is just super impressive. He's six foot two, uh, 190 pounds. And um, the Notre Dame coaching staff moved really quickly on this one. They offered him on Thursday. Um, uh, they offered him on Thursday uh, to Brian silently committed on Friday and he revealed his uh, public commitment today. So this uh, all came together fast and Notre Dame's got a uh, prospect from Lakota West that seems to be ascending for the uh, second, second or second straight season. Kyle, when you take a look at some of the rankings of BP, nothing really stands out. He's in the 1,000s overall in the 24 class. He's in that athlete category, I'm assuming, mainly because he was playing that rover-type linebacker last year rather than being projected as a safety at the collegiate level. So this is an interesting guy, but I think a lot of Irish fans see those numbers like, wow, wonder what the Irish see in him. Do you think one of the major reasons why he's not ranked very high was the fact he was playing, I don't want to say out of position, but he's not playing the position he is probably going to play at the collegiate level. Yeah. I, you know, I think that is part of it. Um, as I mentioned he, before Notre Dame offered really hasn't had a lot of the, the other power five schools coming after him. So for the most part, um, you know, kind of a under the radar. Well, he is an under the radar prospect. Mm-hmm. So I think that in his rankings sort of reflects that. Uh, the encouraging thing about the rankings is, you know, we still have about seven, seven, eight months to go in the uh, 2024 recruiting cycle. So there will be a lot of uh, changes to the rankings. And now that he has, uh, you know, committed to Notre Dame and he's going to be playing in position. You know, I really expect him to uh, climb up, you know, the board uh, on all the, um, you know, primary media outlets. And, you know, he. I think when you watch Chabron, you see a guy that has potential to be a highly rated three-star or even a four-star recruit. It's just really going to be reliant upon his senior season. And just so much of this recruitment is deja vu from a year ago when Notre Dame offered Ben Minnick from mm. Lakota West. And uh, at the time, you know, Minnick had more power five offers just because he was an outstanding track athlete. He had a blazing time in the hundred meter dash uh, to Brown. He runs a 4.6 second, 40 yard dash. Uh, so he's fast, but he's not Ben Minnick fast. But what you saw at a Minnick is with his senior season, he climbed up the board. He ended up becoming a four star recruit. Then he ended up finishing the cycle in the top 300s. Now with Tebron, it might be a little bit more difficult being that he's kind of a lowly rated three-star right now. He's The primary goal for him will be to be kind of working up into the high 80s and like 90s level range in terms of the rating and hoping that, you know, high three-star comes out of that. Uh, but I think that it's all going to be dependent on his senior season, of course, and you know, I think there's a lot of signs for Notre Dame to be encouraged to think that they might have found a uh, eventual diamond in the rough. 
Kyle Kelly is my guest, Notre Dame football recruiting writer for Blue and Gold Illustrated. Read his work at blueandgold.com. So, Benny Powell joins Kennedy Erlocker as the two safeties in the 24 class. Now, Kyle, the bus is getting pretty full for the class of 2024, but there are still a few empty seats for Marcus Freeman to fill. And based on the safety board, do you think there's a chance Notre Dame could continue to add at the safety position in this class? Yeah, that's the uh, big question right now. You know, they do have two safeties verbally committed as you mentioned with Erlacher and Benny Powell, and they're turning nicely for a third with Tay Johnson from Fort Wayne Northside High. He's scheduled to commit on Saturday at 10 a.m., and I, the Irish really like their position there. And I, I think at Blue and Gold, we've been pretty optimistic about him ending up in the class as well. So if Johnson indeed picks the Irish, that would give Notre Dame three verbal commits at the safety position in 2024. Uh, now, in terms of the guys kind of left on the board, um, it's pretty much just right now Malcolm Ziegler, who on, on three has as a top 100 recruit. Um, he comes from the state of North Carolina. He officially visited last weekend. Um, another guy that might be worth monitor, monitoring is Oliver Miles from uh, Texas, a, a three-star safety that visited Notre Dame the weekend prior. Uh, there, I, part of the reason the Irish kind of moved on Benny Powell so quickly was just because some of the vibes they were getting from Miles. Um, he had visited Stanford the week before. He was at Texas Tech last weekend. So that recruitment kind of seems like it's trending away from Notre Dame. So Malcolm Ziegler is primarily the name to know. Um, there's also a, another 2024 safety from Utah, Davis Andrews, uh, but he is trending to uh, take a LDS Latter-day Saints mission, which will delay his enrollment two years until the winter of 2026. So he doesn't really factor into Notre Dame's current re- recruiting class. So the big conversation among the coaching staff right now is just figuring figuring out whether or not that they can take four safety commits in this class. Uh, Notre Dame you know, there's a chance that Ben Minnick and Adon Schuler, their two freshman safeties, are the only scholarship safeties on the roster after this season. I mean, there's a chance, you know, Ramon Henderson and Xavier Watts could come back, but uh, the, the safety depth chart is slim. So uh, it, it almost feels like Notre Dame should be encouraged to keep pursuing Ziegler, um, but that's ultimately a decision the staff's going to have to make over the next couple weeks with Ziegler eyeing a July decision. Kyle, last weekend, Notre Dame got a commitment in the 25 class from tight end Nate Roberts. What impressed you about the newest addition to the Notre Dame tight end room? Yeah, this was a uh, great pickup for Notre Dame. I wrote my uh, five thoughts column, um, as I do with each commit on blue and gold. Anytime Notre Dame gets one of those guys in the fold, we Mike Singer and I always have a lot of content. I'm usually in charge of giving some thoughts on behalf of, you know, Mike and I on on the commitment. And uh, the one thing that stuck out about Roberts is I was doing some research and he's only one of three um, tight ends basically right now in his class that had Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma on his offer sheet. Uh, Another note about Roberts is he was the only prospect, uh, tight end prospect that Clemson has offered 
so far in the 25 class. Now, the, the Tigers are notoriously super picky about the prospects they offer. Usually when Clemson sends out a scholarship offer to a, a recruit, it is committable. So that's why you don't really see Clemson offering a lot of uh, players compared to other schools. So that was like the one thing that initially uh, stuck out about Roberts. And then you start to dive a little bit deeper into the sort of player um, that Notre Dame's getting. And uh, just a tremendous athlete. Uh, It's so easy to try to compare and contrast guys to Michael Mayer. And, you know, there might never be another Michael Mayer at Notre Dame. But Roberts is a guy that could be in his own conversation to put himself uh, right in that conversation in the record books with his talents. Just just as a sophomore, um, I, I know the competition is different um, compared to what Mayer saw as a high school senior in Kentucky, but when Mayer won Gatorade Player of the Year um, in his home state, you know, Roberts was only about 150 yards and a couple touchdowns away from matching um, Mayer's production as a high school senior. And Roberts has two years left, and there's lots of signs to be encouraged, or lots of encouraging signs about the the development that uh, could take place for him over the next two seasons. Uh, I I think that this is a a guy, Jared Parker, uh, Notre Dame's offensive coordinator and tight ends coach, could be super excited about uh, to mold the offense around him moving forward. And it will certainly be a guy that uh, could potentially become one of C.J. Carr's, the 2024 verbal quarterback commits top targets uh, in terms of the, the future outlook of the program. Kyle Kelly, Notre Dame football recruiting writer for Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. And I guess, Kyle, when you take Nate Roberts in the 25 class, you've got Larson in the 24 class, and it sounds like Notre Dame might add another tight end in the 24 class. We are starting to see the development of the future of the tight end position at the University of Notre Dame. Do you like the looks of what the Irish are creating right now for the future tight end room? I think so. Um, you know, Larson is a player that all the recruiting or most of the recruiting services have listed as a three-star recruit. And I think a lot of that is because he's a little bit on the smaller side standing, you know, I think right around six foot three. You know, typically you want these collegiate tight ends to have a couple more inches. I know Mayer was right around six foot five. Um, so I think that's part of the reason why, you know, Larson is – not really sought after from a a rating standpoint. Uh, You know, maybe there's some questions about the athleticism there as well, but I I think a lot of people forget that Larson had a lot of the same offers that Roberts did, uh, was being recruited by Ohio State, Texas A&M, Alabama, you know, all these schools going to Charlotte Catholic in North Carolina for a tight end. Um, So there's a lot of, a lot of reasons to be excited there. He's a tremendous, pass catcher we saw him last high school football season make some just absolutely ridiculous catches so that that is a great prospect that I think is being tremendously underrated by a lot of people and you mentioned with Roberts you know that gives Notre Dame two commits lined up for the future but they're also working on a third with Ainsworth Nebraska high school's Carter Nelson who's a top 100 player. He's being recruited by every single school in the country. 
uh, Georgia is super hard after him. Um, Nebraska is doing everything they can to keep him in the state. But that's a player that Notre Dame would just love to have. He's an outstanding athlete. He's His pole vault in track and field last year uh, was among the best in the country. And we're talking about someone um, that lives in a one-stoplight town and plays eight-man <laughs> football, but is truly being recruited as if he was, you know, a prospect from Texas or Southern California or Florida, some of those great high school football states. So if Notre Dame can get Carter Nelson in the fold and that pair him alongside Larson and then have Nate Roberts uh, following him up, I really do think that Notre Dame can put itself back in the conversation to be tight end you. I, I think Georgia kind of has that right now with Brock Bowers, you know, coming away with the, the award for the best tight end college football last year. They've had some tremendous success as of late, but I will not put it out of the question uh, for Notre Dame to put their hat back in the ring if they get Carter Nelson uh, in the mix. One final question for you, Kyle. Just in terms of Irish invasion, the evaluation camps, how beneficial are those camps to the Notre Dame coaching staff and their evaluation of talent? So I would say they might not as be as valuable as they were in the past just because there's so many other um, ways for the coaching staff to evaluate recruits. I mean, they're, they're on the seven-on-seven circuit. There's, they're allowed to go see, see them work out. Um, I should clarify, coaches are not allowed to watch um, recruits compete in seven-on-seven in person, but there's certainly highlight tape, and these guys, a lot of them play football uh, year-round and have seven-on-seven tournaments with their high school teams in the summer. Um, you know, and, of course, there's a the game film. But with these evaluation camps and then the Irish Invasion, which is pretty much Notre Dame's premier camp where they like to invite a lot of the guys they're really giving a close look at is this is just a great opportunity for the coaching staff to get these kids on campus and work out right in front of them and have them do drills they want to see them uh, participate in and and gather their athletic testing numbers, uh, watching them compete right in, you know, in front of their own eyes. So it it pretty much is invaluable when you think of it that way, just because Notre Dame like this, you can't really – compete with getting to work out right in front of the coaches. I mean, these, these camps are structured a lot like a Notre Dame football practice. All the assistant coaches are out there. They are instructing the recruits. So there, there's just so much that can be taken away from that. And we've already seen about 10 um, scholarship offers go out this summer to campers and uh, Notre Dame's uh, third evaluation camp will take place Thursday. And, who knows? There could be a couple more offers to come out of that. So um, certainly beneficial for the coaching staff and a great opportunity for recruits as well as this, if they're not you know, necessarily getting uh, looked at by Notre Dame. Um, just a great opportunity to get there and make sure that the, the Notre Dame staff gets a set of eyes on them. Kyle, just a few moments ago, I was looking at the blueandgold.com website. And for subscribers, there are a lot of articles to choose from today, including I know you have a lot of information up right now on Tabor on Benny Powell. Yeah, we have a a lot of content rolling at Blue and Gold uh, right now. Ever since our uh, addition of Jack Sobel to um, counterpart Tyler Horka, we've just had 
the the content's been flowing, I guess. I mean, we're looking at 12 stories a day, and um, there's a lot happening, believe it or not, um, at a slow time of the year. We're still finding things to write about, and there's a lot of, lot to be excited about for the upcoming season. So you can definitely give us a look at blueandgold.com on the uh, On3 network, and if you don't have a subscription yet, whether we always have some sort of deal for you. So uh, definitely encourage any Notre Dame fans to – Give us a glance um, at blueandgold.com. Kyle, thank you so much for your time this evening. Really appreciate you joining me and passing along your insight on Notre Dame football recruiting, including the latest commitment in the class of 2024 safety, Tabron Benny Powell. We now know his nickname is BP. We might have to go by that since he's got a long name. So, Kyle, thank you so much. We'll be in touch really, really soon. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Darren. That's Kyle Kelly. Check him out at Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com, Notre Dame football recruiting writer at Blue and Gold. We'll take a timeout. Twitter question of the day coming up in a couple of moments, 551 at Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 